Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the Thursday edition of Siza and the Stash, two cats talking about sports. I am Austin the Stash. With me, as always, the one and only Parker Siza. Yes, hello, Austin. Uh, this is, what, supplemental uh, complimentary podcast number All two, I think, on uh, on this Thursday. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, looking forward to getting to some picks and talking the Huskers. I mean, I was 4-0 last week, so yeah, man. I, have to, uh, I have to repeat. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on me to repeat, and uh, we're going to try to do that. Absolutely, a ton of pressure on you to repeat, especially now that you're going to have to put real money on it. Yeah. You know, since you're uh, a guaranteed bell cow when it to, comes to it, need to go take it down to the warhorse or something. <laughs> yeah, there you absolutely. go. Absolutely, going to have to do something. However. We have a couple big news things that have come out recently that we want to get to first. Uh, that being that Nebraska is officially going to renovate Memorial Stadium. Uh, $450 million of renovation to the stadium is expected to be completed by 2026. And the question that is on everybody's mind is what does that do to capacity? And what I saw from Trev Alberts is that it's going to drop to between the like basically mid seventy thousands, yep. going to lose about fifteen thousand, about fifteen to eighteen, yeah, something like that is what so, I saw. So yeah, so that's kind of the that's the quick and dirty. This is what it is. Do you have any more information? Yeah, on um, just reading from the press release here from the University of Nebraska, they have three goals for this entire thing. One mm-hmm. is to enhance fan experience. Two is to ensure a modern facility that withstands another 100 years. This is already the 100th year of Memorial Stadium. They want something that, you know, you could work on, build up, and then kind of, you know, leave for another 100 years. And Mm -hmm. then uh, they also, uh, one of their goals for this is going to be to provide equitable, affordable access for a lot of people. Now, it's interesting how that'll work because you just talked about they're getting rid of seats. You know, capacity is going down. One of the things they're going to try to do is add sort of like a uh, a concourse that maybe it could be kind of standing a room. standing room only. It's spot? Interesting, interesting. So uh, yeah, that that's uh, that's what they were talking about. The specific planned renovations include South Stadium demolition and replacement with chairback general seating. And so I I don't know how many are actually in that whole swath of South Stadium, mm-hmm. but uh, they're probably going to cut that in half and then have at Maybe that concourse right there behind the general seating with the chair backs and and put some suites in in that level, too. They're also going to add new chair back seating to West and East stadiums, concession upgrades, restroom modernization. This is the one I think most people are excited for is that no more troughs. We're not going to be like cows there in the stadium. So I will miss the troughs. There's something there's something about going to your first Husker game and going, hold on, I have to pee in this. This is. What? It takes you back to the old days, back when men were men and yep. football was football. Yep. Do you ever watch, uh, it used to be a show called The League. It was a I fantasy remember, football show. I remember the show. Yeah. I mostly remember the Marshawn Lynch clip. So, yeah, so there's <laughs> Ruxin is uh, one of the characters on that show. Uh, Nick Kroll, Nick yes. Kroll's character on that show. He goes into a bathroom with one of the troughs. He thinks it's one of those hand-washing things. You know, just a hand-washing oh, no. station. So oh, he, starts no. to, he starts to wash his hands. Ah. And then they're like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> nope. It's for the opposite. So it looks like those are going to go away uh, very soon in Memorial Stadium. Uh, then they're also going to work. Uh, yeah. What? What if the renovation is just a more efficient more trough? trough? 
Like, it's just a better trough. What does a better trough look like? It's got higher powered water. More, it's more. a mister instead of instead of just dribbling. <laughs> yeah, more uh, the water pressure in it's a lot higher. So, Absolutely. you know, the, the water flows through it easier. Yeah. Um, Helps cut down on smell because the pee doesn't stick around as long. I tell you what, a, a better trough system, now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forget getting rid of them. Just make them better. Add, Why not? Tr- they add troughs to the women's restrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that would work. I don't think that would work too Wouldn't well. Wouldn't be met with too much popularity. Probably uh, not. <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, new restrooms, it looks like, in the stadium. And they're also going to work with the university to add some kind of, like, commons area, academic curriculum space is uh, what this release says. So uh, it's supposed to be completed by 2026. Um, and then they're going to look for the uh, start of the 2026 football season to play. So it's going to be interesting when they do get this started, Austin. I mean, it's gonna you're, you're going to have one half of the or not one half we're gonna have a quarter of the stadium on the south side yeah. just be completely you know under construction for probably two years i guess it depends when they want to start this there was no timetable on yeah. when they said this will begin on this date uh it still needs to be approved too by the board of regents which i think everybody expects that to happen but, I, if they're uh, making yeah. this kind yeah. of announcement i really don't think the board of regents is gonna right. go you know what let's let's put this in the trash not yep. not gonna happen you know i Oh, I, I I hate the idea of losing out on capacity because of. I mean, they even talked about making things equitable, right? Mm-hmm. Wanting wanting as wanting a fan experience not to just be for the rich, right? Which at times that is what happens when when especially when stadiums get smaller. That is immediately what is going to happen. There's going to be less supply, so there's going to be more demand, so prices are going to go up, which means. The common person isn't going to get tickets to Husker football games, which right now there are tons of people that just buy out the rest of those tickets and just give them away to people who are less fortunate. Yep. And so the idea that that's going away, I'm not a big fan of. I get it, but I I, I don't love that. I also the idea of turning memorial because I heard a clip uh, a quote from Trev Alberts was. Um, he talked about the amenities. He mm-hmm. want he wants this to be not what we're losing, but what we're gaining in amenities, and that includes the seatbacks. That includes um, a couple other things. Uh, you know, restaurant, uh, restaurant, restroom. Could, uh, a restaurant. could be a That'd restaurant. Be nice. Who yeah. knows? Put a steakhouse in there, right? But like the thing that I love about Memorial Stadium, that I love about it more than I love like uh, other other stadiums that I've been to, is that. Memorial Stadium is about football. And when you go to a Husker game, you are there for a Husker game. Whereas there are, you see this in Major League Baseball all the time. All of the Major League Baseball stadiums are not really there for you to watch baseball. They're for you to hang out while a baseball game happens. And, and there's something about that that I don't love. There's something about maybe maybe this is what you're going with, like yeah. just a vintage aspect to it. Like you walk yes. in Memorial Stadium and it just, I mean, it's so old, and and mm-hmm. that that's an endearing quality in in a way because you walk in there and it's just like, yeah, this just screams football. You walk into Wrigley Field in Chicago, yes, it's like that's a lot of. Players coincidentally don't like that stadium. I think it's because the outfield or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, you go into that ballpark and, and it, like if they if they renovated Wrigley Field, do you think that, would, that would go over well? Right. So I get what you're saying. Can, can they keep can they keep kind of the same mantra, uh, the same feel to mm-hmm. it by renovating it? I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I, I, I can see how, uh, yeah, that, that kind of bums people out if you kind of lose that a little bit. It, yeah. just, it almost just becomes not real in a way. Like, like it just looks so modern, and it doesn't even look like, you know, you're watching a game in a, in a, in a football stadium, maybe like a spaceship or something is, is what it could well, what's look the, like. Well, yeah. what's the thing that Nebraska holds its hat to? The thing that Matt Rule used to gain popularity? Does it start with it, a T? It does start with a T. Mm. And it rhymes. Give me a T. <laughs> Give me an R. And it rhymes with legislation? Uh, tradition. Tra- That's, legislation. I couldn't, I couldn't think of a word that rhymes with tradition. <laughs> Give me, give me one right um, now. What's a word? Expedition. That Dang it! <laughs> that, uh, was, that was quick. Yeah, yeah, that was good. But yeah, tradition. I am the Eminem of my family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see, see Eminem rhyming legislation That's and right. tradition. Good, good on In you, man. Next, yeah. Anyway, but no. so. Nebraska is all my about Eminem. Sorry, do you have is is there someone in your family who is who is the Eminem? No, I don't think what? so. I don't think so. Is your sister just all a great volleyball player? Also great rapper, great great lyric lyric <laughs> lyricist. I can't even say it. Yeah, lyricist. Yes, yes. But uh, Nebraska is all about tradition, mm-hmm. and so if we lose out on tradition in where football games happen. A lot of people are going to be upset by that, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be one included. You know, I, I'm as much as I am. Let's move to the future. Let Let's make things better. I'm also, I like my tradition where tradition has mm-hmm. been. So I, uh, I'm with you in a lot of ways. Um, I think winning would would kind of just help yeah. if, if they start winning in this new football. And we're talking way, way down the road. So let's just sure. project that this whole Matt Rule thing's going to work out really well, and they're going to start winning. Everybody's just kind of, going to kind of push this to the side, and um, you know. Also, uh, hold on. Yeah. Now picture this, because Matt Rule, three-year guy, right? He he loses a whole bunch in his first year, yeah. improves in the second year, third year, he's vying for for uh, for champion, not national championships necessarily, but conference championships. <laughs> That's been his his mo every time he's gone to a new college, right? Picture this: twenty twenty-six would be his third year. They open the stadium, newly renovated, 2026. Nebraska has just come off of uh, a season where they have shown great improvement because he's a developmental guy. We come in to year one of the new stadium, and Nebraska vies for a Big Ten championship. That changes everything. That me that makes everything okay. Welcome you could home, do big welcome, red. welcome home, home, Big Red. You could do anything to that stadium, and as long as they are vying for a championship of some kind, I'm down for it. So I that's it. Winning fixes everything, and you're one hundred percent right about that. Yeah, and uh, also just the uncomfortable. I, I sat in South Stadium for the uh, Northern Illinois game. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. It's, I mean, it, it, you are packed with each other. You're packed yeah. on top of each other. So anything to just change that up a little bit. I guess the the uh, casualty of that is less seats in the stadium. But sure. Um, yeah, it's tough because then you're losing you're losing seats and you're losing the opportunity for people to just uh, you know that are just maybe visiting Omaha or Lincoln that day to go. Yeah, once in a lifetime opportunity to go to a Husker game, sixty bucks. Now it'll probably be way way more than that. You know, yeah. with, with the less opportunity to buy some tickets. So uh, I, I can see both sides. South but- Stadium is where the uh, student section is right. Yes, That's yep, what, yep. half the student section. Yep, south. Uh, it'd be the southeast part of the stadium is the students, and then the east part, the east south part of the. Think they're going to change yep. that? 
Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't what I've picture. Always, what I've always wanted them to do was I've, and I don't know if they'll do this, but I, I thought when the, you know, in the renovation, what they wanted to look like is a little bit close to I think what people thought, which is just a lot of club seating behind, and then mm-hmm. a, a cut in half South Stadium with some seats there at the bottom. I thought they were gonna, and I thought they should move the entire student section to that South Stadium. So they're just controlling that end zone, oh. and then all the other general seating is in the you know the horseshoe uh, around around Nebraska Stadium, and just put them all there in South. I, like I thought that. that'd be cool because they're all in one place and yeah. put it low to the ground. So if we got to rush the field, you know. Yeah. Give them easy access out, right. to, out to rush the field, which uh, we could be doing on Saturday. We'll see. Yeah, um, buddy. But, uh, but yeah, um, we'll, we'll see what they end up doing. This is a, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. I really love that. If they end up going with that, you need to find a way to get your cut because yeah. uh, you absolutely have nailed idea. a great idea. It's my idea. Trev, <laughs> Trev, if you're listening, I know he listens. Oh, so, huge uh, fan yeah. of Sides and the Stash, Trev Alberts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get him on sometime. That's He's right. such a big, big fan. All right, so Nebraska, the the big the big thing going on in Memorial Stadium pre all of the renovations is mm. this week. Nebraska takes on number two Michigan. Michigan two thirty kickoff. Uh, it is on Fox. Nebraska is a seventeen and a half ish. Uh, some places have it at seventeen. Some places have seventeen and a half. Uh, point underdogs against number two Michigan. Boy, this has. What do you feel? What are you feeling like? We were talked Monday about it. It wasn't wasn't like all roses and shun- sunshine. No. But uh, what do you feel today? Two days it out, it feels like disaster waiting to happen. I don't. I don't. I am not positive towards this game, which is wild. Because normally I am a drink the Kool Aid, yeah. put it put it in an IV bag, put it right in my veins kind of guy. And man, there is just nothing that is getting me excited about the possibility of this game going well. The The only thing that's got me going, do we know who the starting quarterback is no, yet? I do have some quotes from Matt Rule at okay. his press conference today. He said, both quarterbacks have practiced all week. Jeff is still not 100%. So uh, well, Heinrich Harburg has bold, no restrictions. Man. That's that's not true. Okay, I cannot believe that for a damn second. Yep. Jeff Sims is not it, because you, he said Jeff Sims is not a hundred percent. It makes him easier to go with Heinrich, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Jeff so, Sims is fine. He's yeah. just not playing. Is and, what's going to happen? And probably not. Not maybe the guy that that they want him to be a quarterback. No. And and I think it is. Uh, I think it is the best that that Heinrich looks like he's going to be the guy. Uh, and you know, w- the guy's won two games, right? Sure. The guy is also dating Harper Murray on the volleyball huge, team. Huge. All he does is win. That's and, right. And so, you know, like this is uh this is his time to shine though in this football game. He, he there's going to be a lot of eyes on him and you know, I know I am not we're going to pick this game, I'm sure, like our score prediction. I am not picking Nebraska to win this game. I, mm-hmm. I want to be kind of right, you know, when when we do the game sure. predictions, but I'm going to tell you how I think Nebraska is going to win the game. Okay. And I think it's going to be Heinrich Harburg working in the option, being creative with his runs and being able to throw the football downfield. They probably only need to score three times, two touchdowns and a field goal. 
Oh. And uh, I, I think that's the absolute best case scenario because I think this Nebraska defense is the real deal and they're going to be able to stop Michigan. And Michigan's coming in limping a little bit as well offensively. They have not put together three, even, you know, let alone four, four quarters of football, three quarters of like solid football. They've struggled in the second quarters and they've struggled in the third quarters, winding down the halves. And, you know, it's been the first and the third quarters that have helped them out. So, um, you know, if you can, if you can get Michigan, who's coming in as a number two team in the country, and Nebraska, no pressure, you know, new head coach. Like, like there's no pressure for Nebraska to win this game. That we lose this game sure. by by 14 points, it's it's going to be like, oh, all right, we we all knew that was coming. If we lose it by 30 points, oh, all right, we, we knew that was coming. I, I don't know. It, it, I'm again not saying they're going to win this game, but um, there seems to be a different aura to it with Heinrich, with uh, Mm -hmm. Matt Rule, and with this defense that I think is riding with so much confidence right now. So if they're able to stop the run and if they're able to run the ball with their quarterback – I'm, I think best case scenario, they're looking at like a like a 17-14 win. You, you hold Michigan to two scores, Nebraska gets two scores somehow, and you know, Tristan Alvano kicks a field goal right at the buzzer uh, to win. And he Memorial. banks it off the side. <laughs> banks it, banks it off banks the it upright, off the but it goes in. And in. It goes in. Uh, that would be uh, that would be pretty cool. That's uh, to me the absolute best case. But uh, I don't. I look at this Michigan team. They're obviously the number two in the country. They're very physical. They're good defensively. They're good. They're they're good everywhere. Uh, you you have to be if you're the number two team in the country. But I look at them as a team that hasn't quite played what they have been able to yet. J- Jim Harbaugh's only this is only his second game on the mm-hmm. sidelines. His first game was last week against Rutgers. So not that that means much. Maybe that adds has, a little bit more. Who has Michigan played? Who, I, if you could look it, that yep. up, the the reason why I ask is because. Nebraska, the the big thing with Nebraska so far is that they started the year against two good top 25 teams, like could be top 25 teams. Yep. Uh, and he, yeah, Michigan has played East Carolina in the first game. They won okay. thirty to three. Okay. UNLV in the second game. They won thirty five to seven. Bowling Green in the third game, thirty one to six. All these at home, by the way. They right. didn't have to go on the road. And then Rutgers, uh, they played at home, thirty one to seven. So Michigan started four straight oh, games no. at home. They only scored thirty five is their most points uh, that they put up. And you know these are against UNLV, East Carolina, Bowling Green. You know, not not great defenses. Now you got to also put this into factor too. Michigan is playing a lot of guys. They're playing a lot of their two and three deeps in games mm-hmm. like this. So sure. that that you know that they're going to be playing their ones heavily this week. But Parker, uh, you're telling yeah. me things that I want to hear. Yeah. You're telling me <laughs> things. I'm trying to trying to reverse you're, your. You're currently yeah. mixing the Kool Aid for me to start <laughs> chugging. Now I'm saying all that. I just you know this is still Nebraska. This is still a team with some struggles. They mm-hmm. you know I don't have a lot of confidence even with Heinrich. Uh, as the quarterback, I mean they've they've just struggled mightily on offense this year, and a lot of it has been with like the pass block, the run, the run block has been good. Nebraska's yeah. ran o- over 200 yards each game this season. That's been fine, but pass protection. I mean, it's almost like I, I don't know what that's all about. They use Turner Corcoran uh, in on the uh, offensive mm-hmm. line. Teddy kind of rotates in when they when they're in passing situations. So, I mean, there's a. I'm not confident in the O line to kind of hold up for Heinrich against this really good Michigan front. So that's that's what I I'm worried about. But uh, overall, Nebraska's got nothing to lose in this yeah. game, and I think uh, I think that's going to make it really interesting. And then one more thing, and I'll, I'll 
stop kind of theorizing. This is always the time of year that a one, two, three, four, they always fall at this time in the year. They always do. And, uh, you know, I don't know who uh, Georgia's playing this week, Alabama. um, See, we got them on the schedule here. Uh, But uh, uh, Georgia's got Auburn, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, See, Alabama. Mm -hmm. Bama's got uh, Mississippi State. Yep, yep. They'll roll over Mississippi State. Somebody always falls. Someone here always in, falls. In, in this week. Uh, and, uh, we'll so see why it's not? Why not Michigan? Mm-hmm. Why not now? Why not Nebraska, baby? I, I do want to say that when we did our season predictions, I said that Nebraska was going to win a game that they weren't supposed to. Feels like this could be the one. Feels like this could be the one that Nebraska wins. I agree with everything that you've said the one thing that you've said is that that i disagree with is you mentioned uh deep passes throwing the long ball i don't think nebraska needs to do that to win this game i i and i don't think that they should even focus on that even in the slightest anything past 15 yards don't even look at it heinrich okay don't don't do that to be me. nice if you were down by 14 and you can you could have that but yeah you're right you're i mean if you're down by 14 you know mm-hmm just got to find some other ways to get to it, but yeah, absolutely. No, for the most part, they they shouldn't want to go to that. They should they should stick to a solid game plan mm-hmm. in the run game and force and try to Michigan that way. to be disciplined yeah. on defense in a way that they haven't had to be yet. Yep, yet because that's what that's the beauty of the option, right? Is that a guy has to get the quarterback, a guy has to get the running back, and a guy has to get the fullback if it, if it's a triple option. If you force the de- defense to make decisions, eventually they're going to pick wrong. And we've seen that in, in a couple of games, especially with Harburg peeling off 15-20, the 65-yard touchdowns that, that he's had. I... I don't want let, let's get to our our pick for the game, our our score final for the game, score final prediction. score prediction. Yep. Because I don't want to be this guy that blindly goes with the Huskers because I am a Husker fan. However, I am going to do it. I'm going to let my heart. <laughs> I've, I, I, all of my picks are vibe based. And Parker Siza, you have mixed the Kool-Aid to have a sweet fruit punch flavor. And damn it, I am going with the Huskers. And I'm going 24-21 Nebraska. Nice. nice. Oh man, I, I feel it's at, so. Yeah. It's at home against a number two team that's been shaky at best at some points. Uh, I mean, it's two thirty kick, which yep. is perfect time for football. There's no like, like that's the perfect time for a team to get to the stadium at at a reasonable time, get a good warm up in. They aren't worrying about it all day long. They don't have to think about anything. Like two thirty is the perfect time. For an upset to happen. Yep, yep, absolutely. And uh, yeah, uh, I, dang it. I, I now, talked you into all of that. I made you flip, <laughs> but here I am. What are you going to do? Probably going to stick with the Wolverines. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like I said, best case scenario, Nebraska mm-hmm. wins this game 17 14, and they, and they hold Michigan to all these, you know, all the, they hold Michigan to not a lot of yards. Yeah. They score maybe, you know, once in the first quarter, then once again in the third quarter. Yeah. 17 14 would be the best case scenario. But what I'm going to go with is I just think, you know, I just think Michigan is too good um, with what they want to do, offense and defense. I, I I'm st- I, I've said 31 to seven a lot this week, and I'm yeah. sticking with that. Unfortunately, okay. but like I said, if things go 
the absolute best way they can possibly go. Nebraska can win this. This isn't like Oklahoma last year where I thought you know it was the week for us. They had no chance. Even with a new head coach, Mickey Joseph, new kind of mentality to do that, they had no chance against Minnesota. They even had no chance against Michigan last year because last mm-hmm. year when they went to the big house, Michigan was still a top-five team in the country. They were a 31-point favorite there in the big house last year. Now they're an 18-point favorite. They may be a better team than they were this year to last year so you know kind of think about that for Mm -hmm. a second um but uh yeah i uh i they had no chance last year they got beat with 56 to 7 whatever Mm -hmm. it was it was terrible i i don't see that happening this year because nebraska does have the home factor but uh man i think they can they can keep it close i'm just gonna hedge my bet and uh go with uh What's always happened with Nebraska, and that's you know they, they, what, what you want them to do, they never end up doing. So, sure. uh, or what you think they can do, they just they never end up amounting to it. So, I'm going to go. Yeah, thirty-one-seven. Thirty-one-seven. Don't, e- don't even cover. Don't even I hate cover. That. I yeah. hate that because you know good that. teams win, but great yeah. teams cover. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, and it's what? What do we have? Seventeen. Here? Eight, Seventeen. Ah, do I want to go thirty-one to fourteen? I think I do. I think yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get fourteen somehow. There you I'll go. go. I'll go thirty-one four. We'll, we'll we'll cover it right on the That's right on I'm the talking. button. That's what I'm talking about. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll change that thirty-one. Good, 17. good 14. deal. Glad I was able to get you to at least admit Nebraska. It's so will funny, cover the you spread. you you convinced me <laughs> that they're gonna cover the spread. You were so disheartened I about was. this game, and then and then we yeah we just kind of kind of outlined it though. But uh, heck, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, hey, we're gonna we're gonna see a, a very good football team this weekend though yes. uh, coming to Lincoln in the in the Big Blue. Did you see also uh, you have um, uh, Barstool Sports? They're going to be doing some live shows. You got Bussin. Oh, it's, it's the, the Bussin Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, the Bussin Bowl. That's Taylor right. Dewan and uh, Will Compton. So uh, it, it'll be <laughs> that'll be a lot of fun. That'll just add to I think uh, what could be a, a fun weekend. Like Nebraska yeah. wins, Will Compton's just going crazy, and Taylor's you know a Michigan alum, Michigan Absolutely. fan. There's just the the content that would come out of that. I, uh, um, I not to not to go too far into this, but I listened to the Bad Friend podcast it's andrew santino and bobby lee yeah, yeah. when bussin with the boys was on will compton and taylor Luan. funniest podcast i've ever listened to the reason why is because will compton is the worst improv person i have ever seen in my entire life and i am convinced that bussin with the boys is scripted at this point because <laughs> that po- bussin with the boys great podcast really enjoy listening to it him on Bad Friends was hard to listen to because he would just, they'd be like, all right, Will, go. And he's like, uh, mm. uh. What, what were they trying to get him to do? So they were, there were a couple different like improv scenarios thrown out there. Like, Will, Con- like, Taylor Luan did this whole thing about being, um, Taylor's great. Like, he, Taylor could be a comedian. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Taylor did this whole thing about being Bobby Lee's wingman, right? <laughs> and then they switched to, to Will and they're like, all right, you be his wingman. And he just froze. He's like, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what's going on. He didn't on. take any comedy classes. He did I not. Clearly. No, yeah, yeah. So, but very, very funny listen. Yeah. It's a couple weeks old at this point, but, but golly, is it funny? Okay, back to sports because we, we want to make this a little shorter podcast, a mm-hmm. little little taster on yeah. a Thursday. Uh, Nebraska volleyball travels to Indiana. 
against Purdue and Indiana. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. happening this weekend. Uh, we can believe that they are going to continue their string of sweeps with these two because they've swept high-ranking, not high-ranking opponents, but ranked opponents, mm-hmm. and now they're going to go take on two teams that are, I believe, not ranked. No, and uh, Purdue, though, Purdue's had some decent success in the past. I don't know. It's trying to pull up uh, where they are at here on the season, but uh, Indiana as well. No, back-to-back here for uh, the Husker volleyball team, now number two in the country, still undefeated, and uh, a little bit of a break here, so we'll see what they kind of look like after a long break. Uh, but uh, also other notable news this week, Bergen Riley, the true freshman, mm. another Big Ten setter of the week. I mean, she's looking strong to become the, uh, Nebraska will get another freshman of the year in the conference. And it could be either her or Harper Murray. Like that's uh, that's a, a toss up at this that point. It, that it's you such have, a strong fight between the two. You have the best setter in the country in Bergen Riley. Bar none. I mean, when, mm-hmm. when you're when you're that good, when your team is this good offensively and your hitting percentage, it's all on your setter. Like your setter, oh, yeah. the setter is the most important piece of your offense. And then you have Harper Murray. She is like top ten hitting percentage in the country. And I should have pulled this up because uh, this was a stat that I saw. And if I can find it, I will I will give it more detail. But it was the top ten hitters in the NCAA. She's like seventh, and then but they list the class that each of those players are in, Ooh. and it's like fifth year senior at number one, senior at number two, wow. fifth year senior at three, junior at four, senior at five, senior at six, and Harper, then Murray, Harper freshman Murray. at seven, another red sh- or uh, yeah, fifth year senior at, at eight. I that's not exactly how it went, but it was she was the only underclassman on that top ten list wow. of the most uh, the the highest hitters in the country. So. Gosh, that's so exciting. Just I mean, this talented. is a championship-level team. I, I, I truly believe that. There have been years where Nebraska's been good in volleyball, mm-hmm. but you're like, maybe they can do it, right? If It depends how they play at the end. Don't really feel this. I think it would be a major disappointment if this team wasn't in it right at the end. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, if they don't win, hey, you know, we'll try again next year. But with this the same is a, team. Yeah, with the same team. And, and that's... Uh, Gosh, that's so fun. Yeah. That's so fun. So Absolutely. Yeah, they've got, what is it, Indiana, I think, first up. And yep. then, uh, or uh, Purdue up first, I think, on Friday. Right. And then uh, that's at 6 o'clock. And then Indiana on Saturday at 6 o'clock. Both games there are on the Big Ten Network. There you go. Now, for the thing, you listen to this podcast for free, but you might win some money doing it. If you would have listened last week, you would have. <laughs> if you would have listened last week you and gone with just Parker, you would have won some money. <laughs> We got to turn you around now. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, last week I tried to go with like some actual like statistics, like thinking about things today, all vibes, just off the vibes. Seriously. I, I haven't done any research. I have looked at the list and I went, these are the picks. If you like it, you will love the outcome. If you, if you listen and you go, man, he's an idiot. There's probably a reason why, but you, I want to start with you Mm -hmm. because you're, you're the guy, you're the one you will. You went four and zero last week. Yep. I I go on. That's interesting. So last week you kind of went you went statistical research. Now you're going with vibes, yes. right? I think it's good to mix that in a little bit. So though, so here's what I'm feeling now. My first one today: Notre Dame minus two 
at Duke. This is the college game day game. Duke is ranked uh, for the first time in a long time. I think college game day is visiting Duke for the first time as well. Notre Dame lost a tough game to Ohio State. Um, yeah. You know, Ryan Day talking about his Buckeyes after the game. You know, Lou Holtz, former coach. <laughs> like, what does this old guy know? Notre Dame was not happy they lost that game. They lost that game because they had 10 men on the field twice in the yeah. final 30 seconds. I don't think they do that again. I think there's a lot of vengeance with the uh, fighting Irish there going on the road to Duke because they know that with a quarterback like Sam Hartman, Sam Hartman and as good as this offensive line is, give me Notre Dame minus two just to cover against the Blue Devils. Another one here, uh, Minnesota. They are minus 11 favorites against Louisiana, the Ragin' Cajuns. Yeah. Minnesota got beat by Northwestern last week. This is a bad football team. Got a bad, bad feeling about this team, and it makes it even harder because we should have won that game on Thursday night uh, back at the start of the year. Uh, But when a three and one team comes to town, like Louisiana is three and one, Minnesota two and two, give me Louisiana to cover 11 against Minnesota in Minnesota. uh, Not going to be that cold yet for the raging Cajuns. So I'll I'll take them. Another one. I like Texas tech minus seven uh, against the university of Houston, Uh, Texas tech, high powered offense um, there with uh, Joey McGuire, uh, the head coach, and uh, I didn't really have much of a reason for this. I just like Texas Tech sure. and, and uh, Houston. I think that in-state rivalry. I, I like uh, the um, what is Texas Tech Red Raiders? Yeah, the Red what Raiders. They and then uh, the last one. I like Pitt against Virginia Tech. Pitt's minus four favorites uh, against Virginia Tech. Give me them to cover. So I have uh, all four of my picks or covers, um, but uh, Louisiana Tech or yeah, all my. All four of my picks are the spread. I'm picking one underdog, Louisiana, to beat uh, Minnesota. So, there you go. Yeah, or cover against Minnesota. So, Absolutely. Yep. So that if you were to parlay that, it puts your odds at plus one, 1,265. So uh, $10 wins you 126 Woo! bucks. Solid parlay yep. there. Uh, are you going to play it this time? Because last week you, lo- you lost out on 100 bucks. Yeah. Um, don't even remember my picks last week. You should have, should have got those. But, uh, yeah, they were good. I know Jackson State was one of them. And Jackson State is playing this week. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't go with uh, with them. Never never double down. Never and, uh, double yeah, it's down. It's hard to double down in, in football. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm going gonna I'm, I'm going with those four. There uh, you go. I, I don't, I, I'm not – weirdly, I'm not feeling as confident, but I also wasn't feeling confident about it last week. So And then look what happened. <laughs> so I, might, I might take these to the bank this time. Yeah, why not? Hell yeah, go for it. Put five bucks on it. Win, win sixty five dollars. Why not? Look to stay uh, now. Go to eight. No, are you going to look to go to at least pull five hundred? Or you, you, it'd be a lot of work for you to pull at five hundred, being zero and be. four already. But what do you have? Who's ready for the turnaround of the century? I'm, because I'm going off of vibes and yep. vibes alone. Let's start off with USC at Colorado. Colorado got their butts whooped. And they're gonna get their butts whooped again. Yeah, USC, USC minus twenty one. They're gonna cover, brother. They're gonna cover all twenty one of those points. Up next, Texas, Kansas. I think Texas is ripe to be upset. Kansas money line. Kansas money line. Kansas wow. money line. That's awesome. That's Hammer awesome. the money line, baby. Lance, Kansas is good. Kansas. I Kansas cannot is good. believe uh, they were eighteen point underdogs here, but that's. Uh, I love that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Kansas money line. Uh, I was confused. I, I I don't know if where I don't know where your what your source is for for some of, some of these, but I'm I'm putting it putting it into a bet builder on here to get our to get our whatever. And some of the spreads are wildly different. <laughs> Probably this uh, was this was a day ago. So well, the guy that tw- I I took them off. We we could do this a totally different way the next time, but I just go off a guy who who I just copy his tweet. And mm-hmm. then they all show up on one page, so we don't have to keep flipping through pages Absolutely. or scrolling down documents. But yes, he's very well might have been adjusted for injuries well, or whatever. Listen, next week, if any of the casinos here in Nebraska would like to sponsor us, we will use your page yes. absolutely independently. Yep. All right, that's the plan. Yep. Texas against Kansas, Kansas money line. Mm-hmm. That is my pick. I'm going back to Alabama. I picked Alabama to uh, to lose last week. I picked. Did. The, I did pick the Ole Miss running Rebels. Uh, uh, that would yes, I did. And uh, this week, Bama is gonna cover. Oh, you learned. You learned. <laughs> learned. You I, learned your I, lesson uh, there. I realize yeah. Nick Saban is a much better head coach than I gave him credit for last week. Uh, I thought his time was over, and uh, it's not. Nick Saban is still every bit of the coach that we all know that he is. And so Alabama to cover at minus fourteen. Finally, BYU against Cincinnati. Big BYU. 12 game, Big which is interesting. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, yeah. Basically a pick em. Minus two. So give me Cincinnati money line. I love a money line pick, man. If I'm, if I'm picking an underdog, I might as well pick them to win it. So that's kind of my, my thought process yeah. here. I realize that I put in the wrong thing. So give me one second and yeah. figure out the... Figure this out. So let's recap here. Um, I took Notre Dame minus two to cover that spread when they play at Duke. Everybody's picking Duke to win that game. Duke having college game day on their campus for the first time ever, but uh, Notre Dame's going to spoil the show, so give me the Fighting Irish. Then Louisiana, they're going to cover minus 11 at Minnesota. Texas Tech is going to cover minus, or sorry, Let's try that again. Louisiana is going to cover plus 11 against Minnesota. Texas Tech is going to cover minus 7 against Houston. And then Pitt is going to cover minus 4 against Virginia Tech. And then Austin has USC covering 21 against Colorado. You have the Kansas money line. They're 18-point underdogs, but they're going to win outright against the Longhorns. And then you have Bama uh, covering against Mississippi State minus 14. And then the Cincinnati money line there. Two point underdogs. What does that all okay. come out to? Here's what it comes down to. Because the, the originally, money line, the, the two money lines make it a lot. So it does. So the the Cincinnati money line, not really, because it's a it's a pick 'em. So so that doesn't help. But Kansas money line is a, is it's a, a plus five forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that means a parlay is plus. Four thousand four hundred twenty. <laughs> Put ten dollars down. Walk out with four hundred and forty-three dollars, baby. Take it to the bank. That's a good one. That's, That's a, a good hell one. of a parlay. What I mean, you're going to spend ten dollars on on just about it. You could go to Dairy Queen. Yeah. Waste ten dollars on one blizzard. Yeah, yeah. You one large me? blizzard, that... and all you're going to get out of that is fat. You could win money. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. You put ten dollars towards this parlay. So. Uh, that's what we're going with this week. Uh, Parker, is there anything else that we need to hit, or do we need to get out, out of here? I, we, we should get out of here. We'll keep these nice, short, and sweet, I think, during the week. But, uh, no, good good primer. Um, can't wait for the Nebraska game. I, I really uh, I think there's a good chance, but I'm not uh, – don't think it's going to happen. But if there's, a, if there's a chance, it's this week. 
Nothing to lose for the Big Red. Why not us? Why, Why not? not now? Why not? Just beat the freaking Wolverines, <laughs> Let's man. Let's do it! Thank you so much for listening. I'm Austin the Stash. Find me on Instagram at Radio Guy Austin. He is Parker Sizo. Yes. And you can, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. Yes. And you can find me on uh, X and uh, Instagram. Social media is at Parker Sizo. There you go. We'll be back on Monday for all kinds of reactions and to find out if Austin made any money this yep. week. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on Monday. Peace.